0: Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to Debunked. I'm Valerie.
1: And I'm Libby. And we want to welcome you back to Debunked. We've taken a little bit of a hiatus, um, but we're so excited to be back with you guys for a very special Happy New Year
0: episode. Absolutely. Welcome to 2024. I'm like so excited for this year because I think it's going to give like summer 2016 vibes. And I was telling one of my friends that and then like two days later, I saw a TikTok that was like, why do I have a good feeling about 2024? I think it's going to mm-hmm. give summer 2016 vibes. I was like, oh, so, so I went viral instead two days ago. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Like props it's, to her. I, fine. Think, I think if we're all universally like bringing that energy, then it's going to be a good year.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm super excited. I yeah it's just crazy it's 2024 I'm trying to like wrap my head around that it's 2024 like I'm turning 21 this year I am like graduating college next December like it's just wild it's crazy so but super excited so it's gonna be a great
0: year I can't even process any of those things like oh my god the fact that we're like 21 and like now it's like like I could talk about like champagne and like talk about these things and like, crazy. You know, it's not like a jail offense.
1: <laughs> no, no, you can't. The police, yes, yeah, it's fine. But, you know, That's we'll crazy. talk about like
0: Ugh. college parties, blah blah blah, like right. Weird right things. But like now, I'm 21. I can say whatever I want about this exactly. No, and then once you're 21, you. we could just yeah. talk about party culture in like right. an open, candid, legal way. Exactly beautiful how crazy is that I mean this year is just going to be completely unfiltered I'm excited it'll be great I'm
1: excited I'm ready
0: yeah but since it's been so long
1: let's like do a little update how are you it's been Uh, so long
0: well first of all I just want to PSA really quick we are doing this over zoom which before we started recording this I like went and got my coffee. Um shout out to Starbucks for fueling my everyday anyway. <laughs> not sponsored, <laughs> but I wish. Um I was on my way to get coffee and I was like, oh my God, I haven't recorded one of these in so long. And like same for yeah. you, obviously. Yeah. And I was so like anxious. Let me, no, I was so anxious. I was, I was like,
1: so oh stressed. My I was like, God, yeah.
0: So I was like, oh. maybe if I listen to our New Year's episode from last year, like, I know that was also recorded over Zoom, like, that'll, mm. like, quell my anxieties, whatever. But then I listened to it, and it was like, we sounded so wise, and, like...
1: We did. I, that's so honestly, good. that's, like, one of my favorite episodes, and I, I just forget. I was like, dang, that turned out... Not that I thought it was going to turn out bad, but I was just like, oh, damn, okay. Look at us go. We were spitting knowledge I know so funny And I
0: then like instead of making me feel better I was like oh this is gonna be a letdown
1: <laughs> it's not gonna be a letdown no, no it's just we're no, just out it's of gonna practice be it's, it's just like, yeah
0: you know what we'll blame it on zoom we'll blame it on the little lag we like tried to coordinate saying happy new year at the same time it was actually a mess so yeah. you know but again unhinged or not unhinged unfiltered
1: unfiltered yeah <laughs> unfiltered, and not honestly hinge. no
0: it's fine maybe big yeah. hinge
1: maybe unhinged. it's all of the things you No, know, we keep it real on here so we really
0: do and you know what 2024 <laughs> our vibe is just keeping it more real than ever keeping so we're on zoom we're lagging we're out of practice all the things it's gonna be great so I'm excited let's talk about <laughs> Where we've been because we recorded or we pre recorded two episodes in August. Yep. Yep. And various things happened, which you can touch on. And mm-hmm. we just kind of want to talk about, like on a more serious note, mm-hmm. why we've been a little MIA this semester. Right. So, Libby, you can kind of kick that off for us.
1: Yeah. So we recorded two episodes um, about Greek life in August. Uh, Fully had planned to release that first one uh, September 1st and release that second part October 1st. Um, But then August 29th, um, there was a shooting on UNC's campus. Um, A professor was killed in that shooting. Um, It was just a really, really awful time um, for the Chapel Hill community. Um, And so we felt it would be insensitive to release um our episodes on such I don't want to say a silly topic because I think it's a good topic and I think that we had a lot of fun um recording it I mean I know I did but we wanted to give you know y'all some time to just kind of cope and feel all the things and just you know kind of recover because that is just such a major event that happened um so
0: I think yeah. uh and then, Libby, also, you were abroad or... Yes, there was about. also that. When did yes. you leave to go? I,
1: yeah, so the shooting happened August 29th. I left August 30th. Oh, wow. So it was, like, it was a lot all at once. Um, So there was just a lot going on Um, for those episodes. And then, you know, once I was abroad, it was just a lot to kind of like okay we have to do a podcast and just kind of keeping track of things back in the states I think was a lot harder for me than I thought it would be Yeah. um so it's kind of part of the reason why we took a little brief hiatus I know um valued like we're kind of sick at that point you know like we kind of had like illnesses and just a lot going on so we want to apologize for our hiatus um but we are super excited to be back with you um and we thank you for your understanding because we are people too
0: and sometimes
1: things just happen so
0: yeah and so just branching off of that, we also, as we kind of hinted at in our first episode of the season, we are talking about how excited we are for especially one special guest um, amongst mm-hmm. others. And in short, that's happening. And we're so excited mm-hmm. for it. However, we quickly realized that coordinating recording across not one, not two, but three different times (laughs) zones is a little trickier than we expected. Yes. Um, Yes. I think we went into it with a really, like, we kind of went into this, like, your study abroad time and, like, Mm -hmm. all of the things. Like, we went Mm -hmm. into it so gung-ho. We're like, we can do it all. We can just, like, defy the time difference, defy it all. And, like, get it all done and still stick to our once a month and also like we're running on different schedules academically so Libby would be Absolutely. like I'm free this week or like I'm traveling this weekend blah blah, blah. and right. I'd be like oh I have like five exams and then I'd be like mm-hmm. oh I have a break and she's like well I'm super busy and we have excursions and we have class and like, and I'm like okay yeah. um, in short that's where we've been but you yep. know what? We're, we're now in the same time zone.
1: Which is so exciting.
0: <laughs> this is like amazing. Crazy. It's so nice. Yeah. In a few weeks, we'll be in the same room. Like not only same state, but like literally together. Same room.
1: I I'm so excited. Wait. Oh, I can't wait to get back. Yeah, but I'm so excited.
0: Without further ado, we are proud to introduce our first topic of the new year. And it is all about debunking study abroad, which I have not had that experience, but Libby sure has a whole semester of it. Um, So today will just kind of be one of those open conversations about like, what is study abroad like really? Because it's so easy to romanticize your time abroad and yeah Mm -hmm. it's gonna be some of the best experiences of your life but there's just so much to unpack there and like what you see scrolling on Instagram that's just a a small peek into what the Mm -hmm. whole experience is like um so first of all Libby can you kind of talk about why we decided to dedicate an entire episode to this topic
1: yeah absolutely. So, um, I know it's probably a bit of a non-traditional episode for a New year's episode, but um, I know a lot of my friends and a lot of people that we know or people we don't even we don't know um of our listeners are about to embark on their study abroad for this semester, or some people are going in the spring or in the fall, or just in general, um people are thinking about going abroad in the future. And we wanted to dedicate this episode to just kind of be able to talk about, that of the real study abroad because like Val said, um, it's amazing. It's been the it was the best experience I've had of my of my life, but it's also not perfect. And there were a lot of challenges, um, you know, both physical and like mental health wise, that I dealt with over there. So I think it's just kind of helping helping those who are, you know, going to go abroad in the future, just kind of this is the real study abroad, you know, as best as I can as best as i can say it and it's amazing and you're gonna have the best time and i am so jealous i want to go back already <laughs> but <laughs> there are yeah here's some things you should know and kind of just use this as a guide for you know all of your travels so yeah
0: so to get us started i first want to talk about one when did you decide that you wanted to go abroad and then a follow-up question once you decided like, yes, this is something I want to do, how did you decide whether you wanted to do it over a summer semester or a true like fall or spring semester?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I um knew going into college, my mom had, um I heard my mom talking about her abroad experiences. She went abroad for a summer and then she also had this great opportunity in high school actually to go on just a trip across Europe um which sounded amazing she talks about all the time so I was like oh my gosh I want to do that um so going to college it was definitely something I wanted to do all of my cousins older cousins have done it and they just loved it so I wanted to do it um but I really I really didn't know where to look for programs so the nice thing about UNC is they have a whole like database of programs I'm sure most schools do um of just all these different programs where credits will transfer over or just you know um agencies or third-party companies or even schools that UNC's worked with before um so I kind of near I kind of started looking um originally only to do a summer just because I was kind of like you know like with like all the things I have at school like all the clubs and like with like my past like mental health history like you know going abroad for a semester might be a lot and I don't want to put myself into a position where I'm like in a you know bad mental like really bad mental health place without my normal like therapy coping you know I just want to make sure that my mind is going to be safe along with you know the rest of the rest of me um however I summer programs are really expensive so oh. I was looking at programs and I was like oh my gosh this is expensive and I'm also paying out-of-state tuition and you know a lot um, so I kind of yeah 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 you get it <laughs> you understand um, oh, out-of-state, ex- out-of-state tuition is super expensive yay um so I decided to start looking at semester programs um and I had kind of a random interest in the Czech Republic just from like when I was in middle school I found this Czech phrase book in a goodwill and I decided that I was going to learn Czech which I didn't I still don't know Czech it's <laughs> so hard it is so difficult Wait, that's it is such difficult.
0: a cute story though it's, no I know like, it like, dates aww. back to like
1: preteen
0: Libby, pre-teen, years, like 13 like, year old me knew.
1: Right. Like she just was like, she knew, she knew. That's so <laughs> um, so I looked at Prague and then I also was looking at Florence, Italy. And I honestly thought I was going to go to Florence.
0: A lot of um, but Florence, like a not lot from of, UNC. Yes. But like, just in general. A lot of my friends who go to like FSU and UF, Florence mm-hmm. is like the place to go. Like that is where you yes. study abroad. So I am no, not literally. surprised in the slightest that you brought that up.
1: Yes, like when we I went to Florence for 24 hours with one of my friends and it was there were so many Americans like it was awesome. I love Florence, but so many Americans like at least like we were in the touristy spot. So I know as you there are other places that aren't as touristy and like aren't as Americanized, I guess, but a lot of Americans. So anyway, I eventually just decided to do Prague because NC State had this awesome program. That was cheaper, like way cheaper than my out tuition, like a well-established program. They have a whole like center in Prague. And I was like, this looks awesome. Like the credits will transfer super easy. Like, let's just do it. So I applied. I got in. I got all my visa stuff done, which is a pain. Like if you're going abroad, just know like, no, like they'll probably tell you to, But like visa stuff is a big thing. You have to like get a bunch of paperwork, you know, make sure you're not a criminal, yada, 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 have a passport, all that fun stuff to get a visa so it's a lot of work to go abroad just know that um it's worth it but just know like you have to do a lot of like annoying like legal stuff I guess before so that's kind of how it's a roundabout way of how I decided to go to Prague so yeah
0: that's so awesome and also in case you're not familiar with um at least how UNC does it I had a couple other friends who also went abroad um one of my closest friends went to Scotland I guess spring semester of this year so like twenty twenty three spring okay and a huge reason that she chose to do it during a semester was ultimately it was actually cheaper for her to Mm -hmm. go to Scotland and study there than it was for her in-state tuition at UNC and it was like wild I mean obviously it's not going to be a huge difference but at the same time it's like you're already anticipating x amount for a semester so might as well go one abroad like abroad abroad totally because I remember I was looking at um so I I went to Europe in summer of 2022 for like two weeks
1: Mm -hmm.
0: honestly probably the best two weeks of my life like I'm not even gonna lie it was a great experience I'm like dying to go back
1: that's Um, amazing so I was
0: looking at summer study abroad programs for this past summer. Mm -hmm. I was looking at it like I don't know whenever the deadline time worked out but right right looking at them I was like okay well maybe I'll just do like a three-week program just to like go abroad get a couple weekends of like fun excursions and like side trips and like not be paying as much as like how expensive a six-week program is or blah blah blah.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: This three-week program I looked at was like Seven thousand dollars plus airfare plus blah blah blah, and I was like,
1: That's okay, insane!
0: So I'm not going abroad. That's,
1: <laughs> that's a, okay, because that's insane. Because my program cost was like ten thousand,
0: yeah, like not including semester.
1: airfare or anything, but like ten thousand for the whole semester. Yeah.
0: And that's I'm here, about a three week program abroad.
1: Oh my god, okay. Um,
0: and that was like a UNC faculty faculty-led, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. needless to say, you know, it's just, it's it's very expensive, to be honest. Like,
1: yes, yes.
0: you're fortunate enough, I'm sure going in summer is, like, the most unreal experience, and that's so great. But also, if you're, like, I'm dying to go abroad, but, like, I don't have ten plus thousand dollars to invest in that, then go during a semester and like that's kind of what we're talking about today because I feel like it's more common to hear about a summer study abroad experience but a right. semester study abroad experience is very different um mm-hmm. I mean purely from how much time you're spending
1: right all different right.
0: continent let alone a million yeah. different countries like mm-hmm. all of that so absolutely um, I guess now I kind of want to transition into, okay, you have your visa. You're like yeah. set your schedule. You're like, okay, these classes will transfer. I'm in like a good program, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm going abroad. I'm leaving mm-hmm. August 31st. Okay. Where did you live? <laughs> yeah. Where did like, I live? What, yeah. What does housing look like and how on earth did you navigate that? Like did NC State help with like, here are places that we have like student housing or was it like, what did that whole element of it look like for you?
1: Yeah. So, um, fortunately, like my program, I'm not kidding. Also, if you're looking for a program to do NC and you're a UNC student or an NC State student, I cannot recommend enough NC State Prague. I I literally loved it. It's an amazing program. I miss all, like, all the people that work there are incredible. I miss them already. But, um, so, the nice thing is that they partner with a student housing company, I think. Um, and so, they provide housing in dorms. So, I was in a dorm, a really nice dorm. Um, it We actually, this is the first semester that they did two dorms. So, there's a main dorm. Um, and then there was a separate dorm for, like, a smaller amount of students. So, I ended up in a separate dorm, which was very, like, anxiety-inducing at first just because I went, knowing nobody and part of like this program in Prague like this most of the students in my program they're probably I think there were 40 in my program and 20 some of them were architecture students so it's a really big architecture program it's like kind of their state's opportunity like they give this opportunity to architecture students to go abroad And this is kind of their opportunity
0: well um, I just want to jump in and say if you're not familiar NC State is also like a really big engineering school in North Carolina mm-hmm. so like Just like keeping that in mind, that makes so much sense why they would have a whole program dedicated to something like that.
1: Right, definitely. Like NC State is a huge; it's a they have a really great architecture program, textiles, like said engineering. It's just like a very big, um, school with that types of programs. Whereas UNC is more, uh, I feel like natural sciences, humanities, social sciences. So it's honestly kind of nice we kind of bounce each other out, which is super cool. But um, anyway, so I yeah, I was in the other dorm. It was super nice. Um we had a kitchen, which the kitchen was kind of awful, like to be so real. We like, didn't yeah. have an oven. We had like a glorified hot plate. It was not great. But <laughs> we made it work and we also like I would cook a lot in like my the other dorm with my friends or our like center had like a really nice kitchen. So, we made it work.
0: Did you have a roommate? Was it mm-hmm. like a traditional dorm where it's like roommate and whatever with the bathroom?
1: Yeah. So I had one roommate and then we actually had our own bathroom. So I just had to share with one other person. Um, It was super nice. Our bathroom was super nice, um, which was, it was great, honestly. So it was nice just sharing with another person. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. And then also with that, um, like it's very nice that NC State has that established connection there. And mm-hmm. I know like FSU has, I want to say like um I don't know the exact words, but they like have a partner institution or something in Florence. And like UNC mm-hmm. has like a building in London. I think it's called like Winston House or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's it's really cool when you can find like your university or a neighboring university that will allow you to apply to the program because that way you kind of don't have to worry about finding your own housing. Which right, so right. And I know like my friend who went to Scotland, she had to basically navigate housing herself because she was technically like an exchange, stu- an exchange student. Sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. No, you're good. Um,
0: so she just had to enroll like directly in the University of Edinburgh. And that had so many complications in itself. So if you are willing to put in the effort to like do a ton of research and find your own housing and all that is not going to like make it a miserable experience for you like then i think you have more programs you can apply to because you could kind of make the experience what you want but at the same time i'm sure having like an established program specific classes housing figured out and knowing you were with other students in the program and whatever um also, like, eliminated some of the potential stressors for at least preparing for study abroad.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I got really lucky with my program, just of how established and how helpful and guided they were. Um, just because, yeah, like I was with all NC State students. Um, all like all my classes were in English. We had a whole center. Like, it was really nice. I do wish that you know, I maybe could have met some more like Czech students. Um, we had a couple what are called Czech dorm mates um who we kind of I can kind of became friends with who are Czech students and that was cool um but yeah so just know like if you do my type of program which is completely just NC State like the dorms like you live with NC State you know with American students like that will you know you may not I don't want to say completely but you may not have as many friends from that country I guess I would say I mean at least I didn't but um i still think it's a great opportunity um i've known friends that have done an exchange who have lived with host families they had a a great experience with them um i know friends who have had to find their own housing and they did and it was awesome for them just know um i feel like my biggest advice there would just be like just know what the housing is going to look like there and be prepared um for if the work any additional work you might have to do um just because that is a really big factor and you know like even though i didn't spend a ton of time at my dorm like it is you know it's your housing so you want to make sure it's as helpful and worked with you as, you know, as you, as possible.
0: So Totally. So next, I kind of want to talk about what your program looked like in terms of classes, course load and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of classes you took? Were they professors from NC State? Um, and then also you've kind of touched on this already, but to kind of dive in further, what did, making friends abroad look like for Mm -hmm. you did you meet a lot of your friends in your classes were they you know did you meet them kind of organically what did that look like as well
1: yeah absolutely so i we registered for classes through nc state in the spring it was the easiest registration i've ever done um registration (laughs) if you know is literally god awful and it's like the hunt it's, no yeah. it's actually like
0: the worst it's awful
1: it's literally yeah. the worst it's like the hunger games I'm not kidding it's terrible yeah. <laughs> um but we registered for classes I took four um so I was in educational psych applied child development humans the environment and food and society so all classes that helped get credits for you know my major or whatever my like other That's credits so awesome free. That
0: it, like yeah. directly applied to your mm-hmm. major also I know mm-hmm. like sometimes people go abroad just for the experience and like that's totally great. But like if you can also go abroad and like get credits that will right. directly help you towards your major, that is like right. absolutely a bonus.
1: Totally. And I honestly, that's kind of why I picked part of the reasons also why I picked the program is because I um am planning to graduate in three and a half years in the in December of 2024. So in order for me to make that work, I had to like basically like get credits <laughs> um, for me to make it like worthwhile going abroad. So it was awesome that that worked out for me. Um, But my classes were all taught by Czech professors or I had one Polish professor, but she's lived in the Czech Republic for so- a while now. Um, So, yeah, they were also amazing. Like they all were super cool. It was really awesome to interact with. Um, Czech people kind of, you know learn from them, like just kind of learn different teaching styles. and it was awesome. Um we had a lot more like interactive, I guess interactive, I guess like or application based classes too. Um, which we would have like a lot of like field trips, I guess they would say. like we visited an organic farm. Um, I actually made a teaching plan for a Czech seventh grade class, um, no visited Czech kindergartens. yeah, it was it was a really cool experience to be able to have more application based, um, classes with interactions with people in the community. Um, that was really, really cool. So I really enjoyed that. Well, it um, makes it yeah.
0: like so much more of an immersive experience. Like you absolutely. really get to integrate into the culture there and like, see what it looks like in a whole different country. And like, absolutely, I think that's really cool too, that you had Czech professors because I'm sure that the classes were structured differently than what you're used to here. And like, mm-hmm. just seeing how education can be different in a different place, I think is really, really cool. I love that. Yeah,
1: It was really awesome. And like, the nice thing about the program, too, is like, they really encourage you to travel. So most of my classes, or most of my friends' classes were Monday through Wednesday, and then they had the weekend to travel. There were no classes on Friday, except for makeup days, which is nice. That I so did have them nice. class yeah i did have one class on thursday um with my one other friend so we're the only ones in the class but it was honestly really fun cool. um so we'd have like our class in the morning and then like i think one a couple weekends i would like fly out in the afternoon
0: yeah so
1: it was really awesome um attendance is attendance i guess was i would say for my program a little bit more chill like you could miss two two classes i know some programs you like can't miss any class so love- that was kind of nice i would say use your skips wisely um don't just skip to skip like maybe you do in the states um just because like i use mine to go i'm trying to think some of mine i used to go to spain to go to italy um like travel basically was what most of mine so just use your skips wisely i would say um but as for making friends too i know you asked about that i was terrified i was not gonna make any friends because i like did not know anybody i remember ha- being in the jfk airport having a panic moment which if you're going abroad, you're going to have a panic moment. It's okay. It's okay to have that panic moment, let yourself feel it. And then I think you've got to put yourself in the mindset of, okay, here I am. Like, this is my situation. It's going to be great, but just know you'll have a panic moment. It happens. Mine was in the JFK airport. Cause I mean, most of the kids in my program already knew each other. Um, really? And so, yeah. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm the other dorm. I don't know anybody. I'm like, I am not going to make any friends. Like, which is a is a lie. It's anxiety. It's anxiety talking. Um, but as far as making friends, I would just say put yourself out there. Um, and I actually I asked one of my, some of my other study abroad friends to for their input for this episode. And one of my friends who, um, his name is Brandon. He's one of the architecture kids, so he knew all like most of the kids in the program. Um, and he's like coming from a different perspective. Like he's like I obviously knew a lot of the kids like coming in, so he's like that was kind of you know it was more helpful but he was like I would definitely like go in with an open mind even if you do know people um just because you want to meet new people and like you know you maybe you know some people but you don't know everyone and so I feel like that kind of mindset from like him and some of my other friends that are architecture students was really helpful for me um just because you need to put yourself out there like don't stay in the dorm like I remember one of my, who's one of my absolute closest friends now from study abroad, I followed her on Instagram and I, like the first day I was like, okay, I need to make friends. Like, let's just go for it. Like she's from UNC, there are five UNC students and like everyone else is from state. So let's just go for it. Um, and it ended up working out really well. Like I, yeah, we're like super close now. So it worked out really good. Um, but I would say, yeah, most of my friends came, all my friends came to my program um, we just kind of like you know, started hanging out together. We would um I kind of started i made a i guess I would say like I made friends with the UNC students first. so the four girl, there were four girls, like three other girls that I got really close with first from UNC, and then um some of like I made all of my guy friends are from state, um and most of them in the architecture program minus like one or two. um and so, yeah, I guess I would just say i like I feel very fortunate because I made some really really good friends who I like will still hang out with after I know and like you know I we're we're actually like making dinner plans right now like in the group chat which is super cute and like really That's wholesome sweet. and like yeah so I think just saying I think just saying yes to things that people offer putting yourself out there going um, asking people to do things I think it'll be great and I think also it's important to note like a couple of my like absolute closest friends in the program that I made happened later like one of my friends, like we really weren't friends until later in the program. And so I think just keeping your mind open to, you know, meeting new people, even if like you don't, you know, you wouldn't expect to be friends with them at first. So I
0: think that's yeah. like, that's just great advice in general. It's like acting like you're going into college mm-hmm. as a, you know, first semester freshman or a transfer student all over right. again. Like, right. I don't know a single person. I'm really going to put myself out there. I'm going to, put in the effort to have coffee dates, do dinner, like hang out, do a study date, like really Mm -hmm. try to, I mean, not that you're not making effort with your friends once you're established and once you're already close, but like I was just talking to my friend McKinley about this the other day. We were saying how like, you know, once you have your friends, you don't necessarily feel the need to like kick it into high gear like that anymore have like your group and your people and Mm -hmm. your routine but like thinking back to it it's totally so similar to first semester freshman year because you're like you know you don't know you could like just become the best of friends with like the most unlikely person like you would have never expected and And that's kind
1: of what happened yeah it's wild yeah
0: you have to literally be so open-minded and Mm -hmm. know that like you just have to be yourself and the right people will stick around. Because also if you go into it and like, you know, I was talking about like kicking into high gear, that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. I'm becoming someone I'm not. It just means I'm really going to put in like extra effort and make sure my social battery is like a hundred percent so that I can like put my best self forward. Because obviously it's like you don't want to be someone you're not. You don't want to go into study abroad and feel like you have to change everything about who you are and, like, become a new person or anything. Absolutely, like, yeah. Be authentically you, but be open to, like, things you wouldn't expect or friendships you wouldn't expect.
1: Right. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, And I think also it's, like, you're going to face some challenges, but I think it's also something I want to talk about, too. It's just, like, you're going to face some challenges just because... So. Social media is, is. We've said this. I, I feel like I say this every time we record. But social media is such like a lie. <laughs> like I literally. could point out each of my study abroad posts and say, "Well, this is what happened before, and this is the challenge that happened after, and this train was delayed, and this one, you know, when I cried before that, yeah. you know, whatever." But like um, I wiped
0: tears off before taking yeah. <laughs> this picture. <laughs> like I
1: wiped tears off. <laughs> yes. No, I try to be as real as possible on Instagram because I'm like I literally like social media, whatever. But social media is fake, and just know like there are going to be challenges like your train's going to get delayed, your flight's going to get canceled, something's going to happen, like, you know, you're going to face, you know, friendship issues or whatever. Things are going to happen. Um, Like, one of, like Brandon was like, he was like, he sent me all of, like, these recommendations this morning, which is amazing. So, thank you, Brandon. But he was like, shit happens. Like, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Like, nothing ever is going to, like, turn out exactly as you expect it to. So, I think just, like, learning how to adapt and roll with the punches and just say, okay, this is where we are. Let's just figure out a solution is such a valuable skill to learn in life and I think I really learned that really well of being abroad you know like you just kind of learn you're like okay well this is you know this is how it is so let's just roll with it and you know be open-minded about all that thing all that stuff so yeah yeah
0: I think it's like expect the unexpected absolutely like you're Mm -hmm. not going to be able to predict what's going to happen to you so
1: no no I yeah completely agree
0: um you started to touch on this a little bit in this past question or answer rather um mm-hmm. but i want to talk about the kind of like the traveling culture in the way like mm-hmm. once you're abroad like you're going to make the most of your experience for sure right right like, you know when else are you you going to have the opportunity to Hop between countries, go to a new place every weekend with your friends. Mm -hmm. Like that's totally a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, but I feel like so many people are like, oh my god, they were literally in like Italy last week and now they're in France and now they're in Switzerland. Like, how how are they doing all of this? So can you kind of Mm -hmm. talk about (laughs) like, you know, once you're there, once you're settled in your classes, like Mm -hmm how did you go about planning your little like weekends or like trips to other countries how did you navigate where you were going to stay or what mode of transportation you were taking and like because that's a whole I mean mm-hmm. the, the- <clears throat> yeah that's stuff, a lot like, it yes. its own, yes. like, totally thing.
1: yeah so I will speak a lot on this traveling um all of my friends, I think, agree on this travel as you know, don't I mean, yeah, travel as much as you can. That keeps your sanity, I guess, in check, like travel as much as you can. I visited 10 countries. Um, I wow. had never been out of the country before I left. I didn't, you know, like, I oh, never been out of the country. So cool. Yeah, oh, I it love was, it. it's amazing. It's I'm really, really proud of like, how I was able to just kind of figure it out and travel and you know, it's just all these things, you know, like it's, it's, I've really grown and I can talk talk about that more later, but it really helps you grow into this person and become more independent and confident in your abilities, but travel, um, see as much as possible. Um, I would say, um, be, I would say be deliberate with who you're traveling with. Um, just because I know sometimes like you think this will get along and this many people works, but it may, you know, you may have disagreements, arguments that can, you know, just kind of, take shape and not be super healthy and you end up not having a great time. So I would say just be definitely deliberate with who you're traveling with, but I do highly recommend traveling as much as possible. Um, that being said, I would not travel every weekend. Um, a lot of people say like that travel every weekend, they are, they regret not seeing more in their host city. Uh, Um, just because there's so, you're there for, I mean, you're there in your host city for a reason, like, you know, make the most out of that. I, I feel like I did a good balance of, you know staying in Prague for weekends and also traveling um my the month of October I didn't really travel much other than our like um, like our um program excursion to Poland which was honestly one of my like (laughs) some of my favorite memories are from Poland I talk about all the time I literally we just had so much fun um but other like in October I didn't really travel as much but in November I traveled every single weekend so it's just kind of things like make sure you balance it um I would say also there are so many like budget airlines and ways to travel a lot cheaper in Europe than in the United States. Like That's it's what, so it's like, you can
0: yeah. The first thing I think I knew about traveling abroad is like mm-hmm. once you're there, you can go you can like, go wherever yes. literally anywhere your heart desires and like mm-hmm. on a budget. Like you don't I, have to break I, the No. Budget.
1: No, you don't. I had like and I would say definitely like save up you know save up however amount of money you want to you know you have, um and I would definitely budget it for I budgeted mine by each trip so I was like okay like That's what's going with my most expensive trip, um Budapest was my least expensive trip so just kind of budget um and really try to stay in that budget I I feel like I did a really good job with that I only went over budget in two places, um Italy and Poland, um so it was yeah I would say definitely you know kind of just say okay this is what I'm gonna spend this amount of money here this amount of money here, um but I would say For traveling, like how you're going to travel, look at Skyscanner for flights. There are a lot of cheap flights. Um, Some of those budget airlines are going to be like EasyJet, Wizz Air, Air. Ryanair. You get what you pay for. Sometimes it can be an awful experience and sometimes it'll be fine. Like one of, yeah, classic (laughs) Ryanair. Like one of my flights was delayed like an hour because the flight, like before that was leaving, like booked too many people and they had to like get them all figured out like 12 people like they overbooked by 12 people anyway it was oh a whole gosh. like a, it was a whole thing so just, just know like you get what you pay for um get a good travel backpack as well that is gonna like gonna make sure like you can get it on the plane they're not gonna make you check it because if was you have like... to check it oh yeah, yeah. no,
0: continue, but i have a follow-up question yeah.
1: no you're good i was gonna say make sure like you don't have to check it because they'll make you pay like 60 euro or something it's insane so, yeah, I have the one from Amazon that kind of everyone has. It was like 40 bucks. It was amazing. I use it all the time. Do you remember um, what
0: brand it is?
1: I'm trying to think. I can. I will look it up and we can put it in the description because I highly recommend it for anyone who is going abroad. It's an amazing travel backpack. I know Cotopaxi is also a great brand that makes a lot of backpacks. I know They're a little bit more expensive, but they're really high quality. Um, They're just a good brand in general. Um, so that is awesome. I would also say Amio for train for booking trains is a great way to like look at all the different options you have for traveling. Um, I flew to three places. I say I flew from Prague to Switzerland, Prague to Italy and then Prague to Spain. Otherwise, I travel by train or bus. Um, so definitely consider all your options. If you're going pretty close, I would say definitely try to take a train. I love the trains. They're fun. Um, or a bus as well. So. Yeah,
0: Um, (laughs) I like that you brought up your budget um, Mm -hmm. because so I just took an intro to personal finance class for non-majors this semester and partially inspired by my mom saying that I spend too much (laughs) sorry I (laughs) like anyway um, (laughs) but also inspired by the fact that realistically it's a really important life skill for everyone to have Um, and also like once you come out of college, um, I feel like bills and things like that become a lot more prevalent because also like, I mean, at least for me, like I'm fortunate my parents are paying for my housing and my housing includes utilities, but Mm -hmm. one day I need to pay for my housing. I'm going to have a separate charge for utilities. I need to navigate how many subscription services I'm you know attached to how much mm-hmm. how often am i getting coffee at starbucks instead of making it at home like all of those little things and they do add up so quickly and like one day mm-hmm. i will have to be far more financially independent than i am right now but um my dad he got his mba and everything like he is, Like finance, bro, to the max, that is his <laughs> bread and butter. That's his passion. Like, I swear, oh, he calls it finance because that's what all the you know, if you're if you know, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, he literally cares about football and finance, and mm-hmm. I mean, and family. that's okay, and faith. yeah,
1: and family, the four, the, 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 the uh-huh. four F's,
0: yeah. But yeah. I think like those things combined, like. <laughs> I remember being young and my dad got me like two different cash registers. I had like a Disney princess cash register and like mm-hmm. he got me, like fake money. And we like played bank so I could like get to know the value of a dollar and like mm-hmm. how to make mm-hmm. change and like all these life skills. But also like what we did in my class, we had this like month long exercise where amongst four different assignments, we did a projected budget for each week and then did an analysis at the end of each week. So we looked at like, how did our weekly budget that we projected relate or correlate with our actual spending and then analyzing that and seeing like, okay, did I go over, did I go under budget? And then reasons for why either way.
1: Right. I think that's a great way to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things that I think I was just ignorant about and Mm -hmm. didn't really notice where money could go, especially like now that I'm paying for like gas because I have my car up there and like I live in a condo now. So now I'm cooking or like some days I don't want to cook and I'll want to eat out and like once you eat out once, it's a nice little gateway to wanting to eat out all the time. <laughs> and so it's like right,
1: right, I and that think definitely like, yeah, that totally That's study into,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like like you were saying, like yeah, you had a kitchen, but it's like a glorified hot plate. Like you didn't even have right, no proper. right. So I think like I guess budgeting in general and saving up for study abroad is important. But I want to talk about how you planned your budgeting for specifically your like trips that you went on mm-hmm. and how you said like you knew that some would be more expensive some would be less like what kind of things did you account for in your budget and what kind of research did you put into the trip beforehand mm-hmm. like before you would fly to Italy or take a bus or whatever like right what kind of things did you account for in preparing to go to those places?
1: mm mm-hmm definitely so i can tell you that switzerland i knew was gonna be my splurge trip um it was literally like hiking the swiss alps is like number three on my bucket list like you know like people that know me know me like i love hiking i love being outdoors so this is like like literally a trip of a lifetime i was like Not so excited bread
0: and butter. <laughs> so
1: worth it like we got up to this hike and like had this like alpine lake with the mountains and i like teared up it was amazing but switzerland is super expensive if you didn't already know like it is crazy so just sounds I, expensive it's just, it's just expensive it's just expensive it's worth it it's expensive um but i would definitely i think when making my budget i was kind of like i knew like how this is how much i had to spend like overall and i was like okay like this is switzerland i kind of did my research based on like i would look at kind of flights and look at like airbnbs and then look at transportation and then like food costs and we cooked everything in switzerland like okay. you can't get like like a like a fast food meal in switzerland is at least like 25 dollars. i'm not that. joking it's insane if not more like 30 to 40 so just know that i would recommend cooking as much as you can if you were going to expensive places like switzerland austria is kind of expensive um yeah those are the two most expensive so other than that um i would kind of do research and look like okay like this is what the flights are going to be this is what airbnb so the budget will be this and so that my budget accounted for everything like travel transportation food um housing you know all that all that kind of the accommodations all that kind of stuff so that was kind of what lo- went into it i also like had talked to friends before that had been um like one of my friends was super helpful and sent me like all the recommendations it was like this is super expensive this is how much i spent here this is how much i spent here oh, so just having that cool. as a guide was great like for example like i spent my budget in switzerland was 850 dollars. i spent 800 in Switzerland. so super expensive super worth it how long um, my cheapest there? i was there for two full days so okay. th- thursday to sunday um and then my cheapest trip was in budapest i went by myself which also recommendations if you had the chance to go solo totally do it it's so worth it i went to i met up with a friend in spain but i went to spain like fully by myself figured out everything by myself it was amazing it's super empowering especially as a female so definitely recommend doing that um but my cheapest trip was budapest i think i spent less than a hundred dollars but i was also there for less than 24 i was there for like 24 hours Um, just cause it was like the end of my study abroad and like travel fatigue is real. So kind of talking on that, um, travel fatigue is super real. Like I said, um, I would definitely recommend spending a good amount of time in your host country too, in your host city, just cause you picked that place for a reason, like embrace it. There's so many amazing things, um, go outside of the touristy areas. It's never going to be that great in the touristy areas. Like if you ask locals for recommendations, they'll give you great recommendations, um, for other places. That are outside the touristy center. So I encourage you to kind of, you know, do more research, go outside the touristy places. I think it'll be a much better experience for you. Um, but also, travel fatigue is real. Like, it's really real. I remember by the end, like, part of the reason I went to Budapest for only like 24 hours, I was exhausted. I wanted to go to 10 countries. That was my goal at the beginning. I, you know, I stayed within all my budgets. I spent, you know, not honestly for 10 countries, I spent $2,600. So for that, I was really proud of myself. but i wanted to go to 10 countries so just know travel fatigue is real it's exhausting to travel it's amazing um but behind all his instagram pictures it is really it's a it can be a lot it can be a lot draining physically mentally especially when you start having delays or you know things start going wrong or whatever it's just really exhausting to travel so just taking take into account of that just because your mental health like still matters abroad um, and that's what I found like the last like month of my study abroad was really hard for me, like anxiety wise, just because like, it was just like, you're still in a different country and like trying to travel and do all these things it gets to be a lot. And it's really taxing. Um, So I think also being able to take time for yourself and saying yes to things, but also knowing your limit and knowing, hey, like, okay, my friends are going to the beer garden today and playing cards, but I'm exhausted and I need a break socially and mentally from people. And that's okay. Um, and just being kind with yourself especially because you are in a foreign country and you're going to experience culture shock and you're going to experience okay this is different and I miss this and I you know this is weird and you know so just allow yourself to kind of have that break when you need it so for sure
0: leading it back to mental health and supporting that while you are abroad what Mm -hmm. kinds of things did you find that helped with your mental health while mm-hmm. you were abroad or what kind of things did you do to support good mental health and also did you have access to therapy while you were abroad like you do mm-hmm.
1: here yeah so one of the things when I moved abroad I was in I don't want to say a bad mental space but I was like I had just like I was still like going through a breakup like the you know I was doing with like my parents were like Figure out if they were moving because guess what they moved again like where the organ is gonna be moved again surprise crazy so, where so it was now? just like they're in spartanburg south carolina so oh, lovely yeah so fun so where in the world are we um <laughs> but anyway i was in a like it was just a rough it was a rough period i would say like it was just like i was like okay i'm going to europe and i'm like oh my gosh like i'm going to europe you know like part of the thing was like i i you know, two years ago I like moved into college and had this extreme like change and like, you know, was hospital. I mean, it was in a- the worst mental health of my life and I was like, I cannot do that again. You know, like I can't, like I have to, you know, make sure that I am supporting myself like mentally so I'm you know, so I can do this and thrive and be abroad and, you know, be okay, basically. Um so that was like a big I that was probably what I was honestly most nervous about moving abroad was like my mental health, honestly, just with my history um I you know I'm not on medication currently like I just want to make sure so that being said um I had I talked to my therapist before kind of made a plan of like okay like this you know I already have like plans like notes in my notes up on my phone with like things like okay if you're like having a panic attack this is what you should do you know just like little things like if I forget just to make sure that I have you know options for when I don't feel great Um, But I talked to my therapist, kind of made a plan of like, okay, like these are friends I can call if I want to talk to somebody, talk to my mom. Um, I'm a runner. I love to go for runs. So go for run, find a good hike because there are good hikes in Prague um, and also spend time with friends. So that was kind of like those coping mechanisms. um, And like meditation, too, is also a big thing that I love to do. So kind of just making a plan before it was really helpful for me and once I was abroad I think it was good for me to take time you know make sure like okay like I want to sleep so I'm gonna go sleep now you know or like taking time like okay my social battery is dying I need to go back um, but I think also the big thing that helped me was after you know making friends And once I like had made friends and like even if I was having kind of rough mental health day like spending time with them even if we're wa- wa- just watching a movie or going to the beer garden or playing cards or you know, whatever it was, like, being with my friends was such a great way for me to feel better, you know, in those times of, like, struggling or anxiety, just because we could all, you know, I felt comfortable enough talking to them about things. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm having a really anxious day, you know, and, like, one one of my friends, especially, like, she, like, kind of understands, you know, like, like, I would talk to her, and I still talk to her about stuff, just, you know, like, yeah, I'm super anxious today, like, I just need some time, you know, so... I would say definitely, like, my friends helped the most, but I did have access to counseling out there. Um, NC State provided counseling, um, or at least access to counseling through GeoBlue Health Insurance. So health insurance is, like, it's universal health care in the Czech Republic, so you don't have to pay for anything. Um, But, yeah, so just having that option to meet with a therapist if you want to was really helpful. So i definitely say, like, if you were considering programs, like, look into that and ask about that. If you aren't, if that is something that you're interested in, um, just because keeping your routine and keeping, um, you know, like if you run in the mornings, stay running, keep running in the mornings. If you have therapy, you know, stay in therapy. Um, I wasn't really in therapy very frequently over the summer, so I didn't. And I decided, I decided not to, um, speak out counseling while I was there. Um, which I think worked really well for me just because I was able to make that transition and, um, really thrive in a different environment. So for people who, who have struggled and who you know that is a concern and like an anxiety of theirs like you can do it, if I can do it you can do it. I believe in you. Um I think just making those appropriate plans, you know, just in case something does happen cuz like I said my last month was I like my anxiety was probably as high as it's been in a really long time. Um and of course it didn't show that on my Instagram, but it was just really it was a lot um to process being abroad um without a lot of my normal coping mechanisms like i like to drive or I like to hang out with my dogs or just things like that so i think you know being able to adapt and find time for yourself to journal to meditate to hang out with friends listen to music whatever your coping mechanisms are um you know find some of those that you do at home that you can also do abroad as well
0: i really love that you also mentioned that counseling services were available to you if you mm-hmm. needed it because I think, like, one thing I've always wondered is, like, you know, let's say you're making all this great progress in therapy and then you're going abroad. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to all of a sudden lose all of the skills and right. you know, the mechanisms you've been working on. Like, you don't want to just halt your progress with your health in general while you're abroad because in reality, like, especially if you're spending a semester abroad that's like 6 months that you really need to be like like you're in it for the long haul like it's not just a right, right. trip you really have to think about how am I going to mentally and physically get through this and it's like like you said with travel fatigue and the stress of making friends and adjusting to new countries and a whole new way of living like You need to be supporting your mental health through all of that, even when you feel good. And so I love that you talked Mm -hmm. about like keeping some of those things in your routine that like worked for you and the things that were realistic to keep doing while you were abroad.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: To wrap up this episode, I want to lastly talk about homesickness because I think Mm -hmm. this is something that. I mean, at least I always think about when I see someone who's abroad for months, I'm like, right. I wonder how they're really feeling. Are they missing home? Are they thinking about it? Because I know that looks different for everyone. So if you could kind of talk about what that looked like in your life, and then we'll close this show out.
1: Absolutely. So homesickness, I would say my homesickness wasn't necessarily for like, like, I had some, but it wasn't, like, home because my parents have moved so much. I've kind of, like, this whole past year of my life, I'm saying, I feel like I've kind of been a nomad. Like, I was at UNC in the spring, and then I went to Colorado for the summer, and then I went abroad, and I was in a different country every month. You know, it was just, like, I have been gone so much this summer. My parents have moved so much that, like, change, like changing physical location for me is not that big of a deal at this point. Like, I'm like, great, awesome. Where is an option to the next place? Like, I've yeah. just adjusted to that really well. Um, I think my homesickness came from like it was just little things and I don't feel like I had like extreme homesickness I know some of my friends did um, but I really didn't I think it was more just like I miss my dogs or like oh I miss this kind of food or you know like kind of in court like with culture shock that like, you probably will experience when you go to a new culture um, you know it's just like little things that bug you like in the grocery store you know oh this is available but you can't find this or like there's no this is such a random example but like you there's no store about pie crust you have to make your own pie crust so my friend and I like made a bunch of pie crust when we had like when we made pies That's it was so great leech, but, just no, but like, I love it. yeah but thank you but it was you know it's just kind of stuff like that so I think you know if you are experiencing homeless, homesickness it's so normal it really is it's you know you're trying to, your brain is yearning for comfort because you are in such an unfamiliar place and I think it's just important for you to accept that like hey like it's okay that I'm feeling this way other people are feeling this way even if they aren't admitting it um and you know leaning on your support system um if you do have a counselor like have a counselor I would say definitely talk to them um and trying you know finding I think it was fun for me sometimes t- when I was struggling like to find familiarity of home like we went on this hike one time and I was like oh my gosh this reminds me so much of this trail in North Carolina and it was like oh that's kind of comforting to know like even this far away like their comforts of home and things like that and i think also that goes into also with like language barriers which i didn't touch on but i do want to talk about like definitely when you're traveling learn at least like the basics of the language don't ex- don't assume everyone speaks english um people don't really like americans sometimes so it helps at least if you try like say hello like you know in the language
0: will and be so grateful. like that you're yes, at least yes. making an you're effort and appreciating exactly. their culture and their differences
1: and that's, like, in, like, Prague. Like, most people speak English um, just because it's taught, like, in all public schools basically now. Um, but just trying to speak Czech, I think they really appreciated more. It's really hard. I still don't know really much Czech at all. I can order coffee in Czech, and that's about it. I was very... It's just really different from English. But it's really cool. Um, I would say, you know... You know, definitely try to learn the language of the places you're not learning the language, but learn a few basics of the language of the places you're traveling to, and like wherever like hopes country you're in, you know, really make an effort to try. Um, and they will appreciate it. Immerse yourself in, you know in culture, try foods, you know, go to festivals, put yourself out there again with people. Um, but yeah, just I think embracing the whole, the whole experience and knowing that it's not going to be perfect and it's not everything on Instagram and you're going to have tough times, but you're going to grow exponentially in your own, in yourself, and in your independence, and in your ability to adapt and, um, you know, make friends with other people and just, just do all these things. And so um, overall, like, I guess to conclude, like my abroad experience was incredible. I, if you're considering it, do it. If you have the opportunity to do it, like I never thought I was going to be able to go a semester abroad and I did it and it was amazing. It was incredible. And with a lot of planning and preparation um you yeah you will be successful and I think just putting yourself out there and embracing embracing the suck I guess embrace the suck embrace when it sucks embrace when it's amazing and yeah those are probably my last words on study abroad but I'm just super grateful for this experience and I'm super excited for those of you who decide to go abroad
0: thank you so much Libby for sharing all of your experiences and Mm -hmm. like Libby said earlier she'll link um some of those like websites or products that she was talking about in our description just Absolutely. to make it a little bit easier for all of yes. you going abroad yes. Yes. um if you are going abroad or traveling back to school from being home for the holidays safe travels um we know the new year is tough for a lot of people adjusting back to real life quote-unquote <laughs> Holidays it right. is difficult be kind to yourself do things that remind you of home, do things that keep you at peace, make you happy. Um, I would say go back and listen to our New Year's resolutions podcast that we made for January 1st of 2023. That touches on like all of, all the things that relate to the New Year's. All the
1: things. Yes. Um, Yes.
0: January in, in particular and what that looks like in our lives and many others. But I just listened to it again today and I was like, just feel like, wow, like, I think I'm ready for the new year. Like, this will be good.
1: good. Yay. Uh, Okay, good. I think that mindset is so important. Positive mindset.
0: Yes, positive mindset. Good
1: things are coming. The universe balances out. And I'm like,
0: I'm so excited. Also, this is just random. But when you said the universe, I thought about Mercury being in retrograde and how it like, yeah, the first or That's something so
1: exciting like that. I'm so it's, ready for that honestly it's so I funny i so off
0: it's <laughs> we not okay oh I it's hard to explain how my family views that stuff because it's like I don't know we'll just be like oh yeah like Mercury's in retrograde that makes sense like I feel like it's mm-hmm. a good excuse. It excuses things. Like, I'm like, oh, but Mercury's in retrograde, so. I'm anxious, but, like, it's fine. Mercury's in retrograde, yeah. Honestly, though, like, I wonder how much I genuinely, I don't know how much genuinely I believe in it, but at the same time, like, I sit here and I'm like, if you're denying the fact that what's going on in the universe is not affecting you at all, like, that's crazy to me. True. True. Because you're telling me that a planet is like, isn't it like? I think it's like Mercury spins the opposite way or there's something that changes. I don't even know what it is, but yes. But But it's like, like, yeah. It's literally like an imbalance. Like that's not the. Literally. Literally. And you're, yeah. People will deny, deny. And I'm like, listen, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm a full believer in astrology and whatever. (laughs) <laughs> but at the same time, I am not denying the fact that weird things happen when Mercury is in retrograde. And I don't know. It's yeah, also just I, very I easy agree. to blame things on Mercury being in retrograde.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: But yeah, and with, it'll be out of retrograde yeah. soon. It'll be out of retrograde soon. Let's hope for so, the new yeah.
1: year. Yeah. right. with that, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed I hope that you enjoyed got you know any information that you maybe maybe needed for study abroad maybe wanted um and just as normal reminders you are loved um I hope this new year brings you peace and joy and you do what makes you happy and we'll see you next month see you next month bye guys Bye.